Well, welcome aboard, everybody. This is the uh, monthly Gold Club call. I'm Ron Legrand, in case you don't recognize my sexy voice right now. This is our monthly Q&A, and um, I'm going to mute everybody out here in a minute. In fact, I think I'll do that right now. Uh, I should have operators standing by here, so when we get ready, we're going to take some questions. And uh, I've got uh, 12 property information here, sheets here to discuss right now. And I want to remind everybody that you uh, can submit these things to me, but you've got to get them in by 4 o'clock. That's the deadline on the date of the call. And so I can have time to look at them, as I did today here with these. And it looks like we got some pretty good prospects in the pile here tonight. I think first I'm going to open up the lines here to questions. Let me find out if i got an operator while I'm talking here. See if the operator comes on, and then we'll know. Hi, this is Sandy. I'll be your operator for the call. Hi, Sandy. Um, so um, I can just tell them to hit star zero whenever we're ready? That is correct, and I'll All pick right. up the name. Thank you. Put me back in, You're please. You are. And when I open up for questions, you have to hit star zero to get to Sandy, and she'll put you in the queue. And then we can cut out all this background noise and all the kids and the dogs and the dishes rattling and all that stuff. Um, I want to remind everybody that you can submit um, for sale by owner sheets to me. In fact, while I'm on that subject, the ones that I have here tonight are almost the newer version, but you guys all need to know that on your Gold Club site, under Resources and under Control Without Ownership in the, in the Agreements section, you'll find the brand spanking new property information sheet that I just uploaded this, this week, or uh, what's today, Tuesday last week, late last week. And it's a little bit different than the one you got because I found a mistake in the one you got, which I'll get to here when I go over it. But um, do away with the ones you're using and go pull off the new one off the site. It's up and running right now. In fact, you'll see three columns in, of questions on it. And that's the one I want you to use, and that's the one I want you to submit because, frankly, that's the one you ought to use in your own business as well, and you'll see why here in a few minutes. Um, but I wanted to add to that that you guys can also submit bank-owned properties if you want. Uh, I do this. I, we, we, we make offers on bank-owned properties every day. In fact, got one accepted yesterday. Got a, uh, f uh, what was the price, $25,000 offer accepted uh, on a property that uh, I know is worth at least in the mid-'80s, probably uh, about ninety after renovated. It will take about uh, $12,000 to renovate it. So, I mean, you do the math. By the way, the asking price on that property was $49,900, and we got accepted for $25,000. Now, um, I got just as hot of REO market here in Jacksonville as a lot of people do around the country. They're, they're going, um, the good ones are going real quick, but there's still a bunch of them that stay on the market a while, and those are the ones that we go after. So, um, in fact, we're closing on that this week. The bank accepted my offer last week on a contingency that I'd close on it this week, so I'm having my IRA funded this week, and we're closing on it. And we'll immediately move to clean it up a little bit and put a lease option tenant buyer in there. So $25,000 for a in fact, I'm only going to do a little bit of work to it. I'm not going to renovate it. I'm going to have the carpet cleaned and dyed. I'm going to have the um, kitchen floor cleaned up. And I'm going to replace the air conditioner unit in the backyard because it's been busted up, and that's it. And I'm going to put somebody in the house and let them do their own painting and uh, lease option it out as is, probably $79.9 on a work-for-equity lease option. So I'll probably put maybe uh, five in it. And then I'll have 30 in it, put somebody in it for about $950,000 a month, and at least option it out, and maybe someday they'll buy it. That's the game plan. So if you want to submit me REOs, 
All I need is the listing sheet, and I want you to write on the listing sheet ARV. You got to go get the ARV. I am not going to do that for you. Just make a note on there. ARV is blank, and that's all I want is that one listing sheet, the one with the photo of the house on it. Oh, I know I can't see the house if you're going to fax it to me. So I'd prefer you email it to me. If you can scan it and email it, at least I could get a good glimpse of what the house looks like better than I could if you fax it. But we'll be happy to discuss those on this call as well, as we'll be doing at the boot camp here today after tomorrow down in Orlando. Got about 160 people who'll be spending four days with me down there, and we're going to go through a bunch of deals. And a lot of them will be bank-owned, and a lot of them will be FISBOs, and we're just going to do a deal factory down there because I know we're going to get a lot, a lot of good stuff. I uh, also want to make sure you guys are aware that I am posting a, uh, a new lesson every week on your Gold Club weekly online newsletter, and I hope you guys are watching these things because I'm putting a lot of effort into these. I've got about 20 lessons here that I'm posting. Uh, I've got a whole list of them here, and it's really good stuff. I, I know because I taped a few of them today. In fact, I taped one today on using land trust. That's a whole land trust seminar there all in one lesson. I think it was about 18 or 20 minutes long, so watch for that when it's coming up. And I got one coming up on how to handle insurance, and another one coming up on how to screen tenants, and then one called why cashing out is a bad idea. So got a lot of good stuff for you coming up. It's all free. It's all part of your membership. Now, for you folks that are listening tonight that aren't, aren't Gold Club members, you uh, may listen only mode tonight. <coughs> Excuse me. And you um, cannot submit uh, FISBOs, but if you'll just go to ronsgoldclub.com, You'll, you'll uh, get the benefit of these lessons that I'm posting, and then you can also submit FISBOs and get the benefits of the Gold Club, which are <clears throat> getting more and more valuable to you. And, and frankly, we work hard every day to even increase the value beyond where it's already at. For a measly $59 a month, you're already getting many, many, many times the value there. So I would encourage you to go sign up and get your own membership uh, password so you can get into the magnificent site with all the forms and agreements and all of the, uh, by the way, this, that's the only place where all of these, these videos are, are going to be warehoused. They're going to be on the membership site. Uh, so if you miss them, you can come back to them. And I'm also doing some commercial lessons. If you guys haven't, aren't tuning into those, if you opted into the commercial lessons when we emailed them to you, I hope you're watching those. And if you're not, we're posting those on the membership site as well. So a lot of good stuff going on. Now tonight, only members can ask questions. So if you um, are a member, you got a different code than the non-members got. So make sure that you hit star zero when you're ready to tune in and ask questions. In fact, I'm going to start with that. I'm going to open my line. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. Let's go ahead. If you want to have questions for me right now, just go ahead and hit star zero. And Sandy, are you, are you listening? I am. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and work on these um, properties that they submitted, and then when somebody bops in with a question, just interrupt me, will you? Do you have any in queue now? She's talking to somebody. I am, sir. Are you ready for your first one? I will, yes. Okay, our first question comes from Desmond Taylor. Desmond, go ahead. Des Taylor, the guy that submitted seven leads here tonight. Yes, Ron. Hi, how are you All doing? Right. Good, good. Got a question? Um, well, I wanted to go over my lead property sheets. I thought that's why I did this start. All right. Okay. Well, we can do that, I guess. Now, guys, if you don't have property information sheets, you can still get a question. Uh, now, Des has got seven of these things, so give me a few minutes to get through with him so you don't have to hold in the operator's queue. But then when you're ready, just hit uh, star zero, and Sandy will put you on, uh, on hold here. I'm going to start with Desmond, 
And then I've also got some questions here. Um, let's see. Student name is Dewert. I guess that's what that says. D-E-I-W-E-R-T. He's got several, or she's got several. Don't know if it's a he or she. And I've got one here from Pete. Pete. Pete, you know your last name. I can't read it. M-E-D-D, -D, it looks like. And uh, we're going to get all of those in tonight, and that's what I have tonight. So, all right, Des, let's start with yours then. Okay. And um, by the way, guys, please number these. If you're going to send more, than, oh, you did number them. I'm, oh, all in the did. top right corner. I'm proud of you. It's so neat I didn't even notice it. Okay. All right. A man who follows instructions. I'm impressed. All right. Okay, he's got one through seven here. Now, for all of you listening, I'm going to go through these, and I'm going to give you the basic numbers. And uh, Des is using the property information sheet that came right off of the Gold Club site. It's got three columns on it. So let me mention to you right now that I've upgraded this. Des, this is the wrong sheet uh, because I put a new one on there, and let me tell you why. If you guys happen to have this in front of you, but even if you don't. By the way, if you're sitting in front of your computer, you might want to go on your Gold Club site right now. Go to um, Resources, and then pull up Standard Agreements under Resources, and then go under Control Without Ownership, and then prop up uh, Lead Property Information Sheet. And um, when you get that done, in the middle column is the one I have the problem with. Uh, I, I, somebody, uh, when they put this thing in, uh, I don't know how they did it, but they added a, a redundant paragraph. If you look in the middle, it says, if we can agree upon a price and we accept all the responsibility for future repairs, would you consider a lease purchase? And then the answer is yes or no. By the way, we must have a yes or no there. If there's a mortgage on the property, I must have a yes or a no right there, or we can't go any further because nobody's asked the seller that question. Then it says if the answer is yes, okay, I'll have my boss call to discuss terms. When's a good time? Well, if that's the case, uh, you're done. Then you got to teach your VAs to stop right there, or you stop right there. There's no need for any more questions. But then in in the old sheet, it says if the answer is no, okay, would you consider a lease purchase if we pay your asking price and accept the responsibility for all the repairs? So in other words, we're asking the same question over again. So somehow that got there by accident. That does not need to be there. So that third paragraph and that fourth paragraph needs to be whacked out of that. But if you'll go use the uh, new sheet we put up, we have removed that third and fourth paragraph. So now it reads correctly from that point on. So now if the answer is uh, uh, no, down here, uh, it says, so you're saying if I don't get full pricing, or if you don't get full pricing and, and uh, get all cash that you won't sell. So if the answer is yes to that one, you're done. You've, uh, you've got a suspect. You're, you're out of here. It's over. But if the answer is no to that, then after that it says, well, okay, I understand. Uh, uh, let me see. If the answer is no to that, okay, I'll have my boss call you again. So uh, please take a look at the new one, pull down the new one, and then maybe your VAs won't be confused the next time that they use this. All right, Des, let's get to uh, number one. Yep. Des has got a asking price of 199. Seller says it's worth two and a quarter. Comps don't show it's that high, but there's a 165 mortgage with a $1,500 a month payment. Well, Des, since it's got a $1,500 a month payment on a $200,000 house, uh, let's look at this. Let's go down the line and, and um, knock out your options one at a time. First of all, 
would you want to sandwich lease it if the seller wanted you to? No. Why? Because there's not enough um, enough above the payment once you get the payment in to make any money. Correct. Payment is too high for me to want to sandwich lease it because I can't get a monthly spread. Fifteen hundred dollars is about all I can expect to get out of a two hundred thousand dollar house. So you're dead on there. Okay. If she said I'll sell it to you for the hundred and sixty-five uh, and take back a second for the balance, would you take it? No. No. Because you're still paying retail price and you still got a high payment. All right. Yeah. So that narrows you down to options to what? An axe. An axe. Correct. However, when you asked the question, would she lease option? She said no. Therefore. No. Uh, yes. So I, I I asked her more questions, um, and she I I followed the script and said I couldn't pay cash without insulting you. She said insult me, so I insulted her, and then went back to the conversation talking about the um, about uh, the lease option and explaining she had no equity. Um, and uh, last night she went away to talk with her husband about it, so I'm hoping they're calling me tonight to go okay. to go with the acts. All right, but you know she does have equity. She only owes 165 it's worth 200 Yeah. So with an axe, you could give her her 199 and give her her $1,500. you got to be careful how you explain that now. Telling her she doesn't have any equity would insult her. What you should say was, if you want retail price for the house and your payment's 1500 the only way I can do it is to lease option from you, and then I will find a tenant buyer that you approve to assign that lease to who will be responsible for all the repairs. Yeah. Got it? And, you know, it's not a big yep. deal one way or the other. So if they, they want to axe it, fine. If they don't, you whack it. Right. All right, Fantastic. let's go to number two here. Uh, we got a $380,000 asking, which seems way over market value. The highest comp you find is 345 correct? Yep. Okay. So... They owe 250, but they answered yes to the lease option question. Therefore, yeah. you're down to sandwich lease or acts. Their payment is $2,100 a month, which probably switches you into acts because to do a sandwich lease and be facing that payment yourself would keep you awake at night, would it? Wouldn't it? Yep. All right. So acts is your only answer, but on this one, Des. <clears throat> I wouldn't give them 380. I'd tell them, I'll lease option your property and find you a qualified tenant buyer that you like, but I'm not even going to try unless you're willing to reduce that price to at least market value. Okay. Great. Okay. She's All calling right. me later. All right. That's your answer. Thank okay, you number three. Me. Okay. Now this one's a little different. We got a house that is worth about, uh, well, we don't really know, but I can tell you that the seller thinks it's worth uh, 100 and she only owes about 50 Yeah. And her payment, but her payment is uh, 466 payment, 182 insurance, and 700, and, oh, this is a double-wide mobile home, in yeah. Yeah, and I, I, I think we're going to have a problem with the payments, and I think I should whack it. Just wanted your well, opinion. On okay, that. but uh, first of all, it says seven hundred and forty dollars a month for the lot rent. Yeah, uh, don't believe it. I absolutely don't believe it. I think something's wrong with that. Might want to at least check it out. Ain't no mobile home park gonna get seven hundred and forty dollars a month for a lot rent. Uh, I don't buy it. So, okay. you know, to at least find out what the problem is with the payment. Okay, because uh, I don't know anything about mobile homes. That's why I 
submitted it? Well, it's sitting in a, 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 a mobile home park. It's 2,100 square feet, and it's a four-bedroom, two-bath. And um, I can tell you, there's still a good market for lease optioning it. I'll bet you could probably get It's definitely an axe deal any way you do it. Right. But look, she's only asking 60 So the question is, is what is it worth? And frankly, between you and me, it's worth whatever the market's willing to pay. Uh, since mm -hmm. really the only thing you're buying here is a mobile home, I, there's no land involved. I have no idea what it's worth. Mm -hmm. Bet it wouldn't be hard to find out, though. Probably go on a website to find out. Because what uh, I'm the thinking here is that, uh, you know, I would, you might just take this subject, too. Just take over debt. And that's okay. why I'd want to know what that lot rent is. Okay. If you want yeah, to mess with it. But the nearest price I could find was 58000 um, And he's asking sixty, so, and he owes fifty. Yeah. Well, okay. Probably not worth you messing with. Okay. All right, let's go to number four. Great. All right, this one, guys, he's uh, got a $79,000 asking price. And I don't know what the ARB is. Uh, it says comparables 184 being eight units and 23,000 each. I don't know what that means. What is this, a multifamily? It, it, it's, four, it's a multifamily. It's four, two, two, one units. Um, and they were value at um, 23,000 $23, each, which comes out 184,000. He's asking 179,000, and those 185. Oh, how many units is it? Four. Four times 23 ain't 185. What's wrong? Mm, eight, sorry, eight units. It's oh, eight, eight units. units. Okay. Sorry. Well, then you're, now you're looking at a multi-family here, Des. What's the total rent? Gross rent. 2400 On eight units? That's what he's telling me. $300 a unit? Sorry, six, six. No, it's 4800 Sorry. Okay. So it's $4,800 income and $2,300 outgo. Yeah. Do they pay their own utilities? Yeah. Okay. Well, do you want an eight unit? Um, looking for advice on whether I should even be do multifamily. I can't answer that because that's a personal thing. But I can tell you, the guy told you you could take the loan over subject two. It's a hundred eighty-five thousand yeah. dollar loan with a twenty-three hundred dollar month payment, which should not be hard for you to make with eight units. Why don't you just go get it? Okay. He's willing to give you the property. It's in Riviera Beach for crying out loud. It ain't like it's in a dump. And it could be that the rents are low. I don't know. Right. Okay. You're going to have to check that out. Looks like he put $130,000 into it, so he's upside down right now. He's, uh, yeah. But he's not upside down. Uh, if you're buying this, Des, you're buying it for the cash flow. You're not buying it to flip, although you could. But it looks to me like you got, I don't know, $1,500 a month positive cash flow, and it would be my best guess, assuming that the okay. tenants pay their own utilities. Okay. So get the facts and proceed accordingly and let the math dictate, will you? And okay. that's if you want an eight unit now. If you don't want it, you don't want it. And um, just for the record, there's always short sale. Right. Okay. What if, what if you got those eight units and got that bank to go down to about 75000 Because they don't want an eight unit. Now you got a different deal, don't you? Yeah. Hadn't even considered that. Thank you. Okay, let's go to number five. We got a uh, $395,000 ARV, 
I'm sorry, asking, and yeah. a $430,000 ARV. Uh, even though your comps don't show 430, they're close. With a $250,000 loan at $2,500, 250 loan, 395 asking, 430 ARV, 2,500 payment, and he will lease purchase. Blatantly says so right here. Yeah. So um, what are you going to do with this one? I was going to do an X. Okay. And try and bring the price down. Uh, yeah. Well, he's asking 395 now. His price is all right. He's asking just about what it's worth. Right. So his price. I'm not worried about his price if it's an axe, Des. Don't worry about that. See, he's not okay. grossly over asking. And since the price is not really your concern anyway, as long as it's marketable, just give him what he's asking. Okay. I'll give you the 395 on a lease purchase. I'll pay you the $2,500 a month rent, and you'll get paid the first month I find a quality tenant that you like. Simple. Great. Okay, and now you've got a $400,000 house. You shouldn't have any trouble at all finding somebody who will come in there with you're glad to pay $2,500 a month on this 2,600 four-bedroom, two-bath, beautiful home in a beautiful neighborhood. Right. Okay. And, guys, it says at the bottom, this is a luxury house with complete electronic controls, and all the electronic gadgets will remain in the house. It also has cameras, TVs, and an all-is iPad-controlled estimated value system alone is $80,000. Is that not a selling feature or what? And, by the way, Des, this is a bare minimum $10,000 axe deal. And you might even pull 15 or 20 out of this. Great. And it's on one and a half acres. Oh, my goodness. Because of the sexiness of the house, you got a good one here if they'll lease option to you for the 395 for the payment. Well, we spent half an hour on the phone explaining it to him, so we're now going to make the appointment to go and see him. Yes, sir. Go out there and see this house and take an agreement with you. Fantastic. You should get one there. That's a good one. That's the kind I like. You can attract people with money to that. All right, next. Got an asking price of 121. Uh, seller thinks it's worth 150. Comps don't agree. They think it's worth 110. And he owes 121. So he's asking what he owes. Yep. With a $1,400 payment, and he'll sell it for what he owes on it. Says yes right yep. there. And or he'll at least purchase it. Yep. Okay. So it's a. 1,300 square foot, three bedroom, one bath. So if I were you, I would not even want to buy it. And the axe is the only thing. And with a $1,400 a month payment, that's about pushing the top of the market there. So uh, what you uh, need to do here is go out and look at the house and see if you even want to mess with it. Okay, great. But you only go look, you only go look if the seller blatantly says they'll be happy to let you find them a tenant buyer. Great. The wife said yes already. The husband is um, talking to me further. Just okay. wants to go over the details. So All we'll right. go out and well, see it's time it. Time to week. go see it. Brilliant. All right. Last one for you. You've got 167 alone and 167 asking, and an R really unknown. But they will this sell it for what they owe, of course. Yeah. My concern here is that it's 120 is the the best um, comparable we can find, and he owes 167, so well, it's too over leveraged. Yeah, but he's only got a 1313 all inclusive, including HOA dues, man. Yeah. And that means it's got to be in a good area. It's a 12 1159 two bedroom two bath. Uh, I don't see any problem doing an axe on it as long as it's long term. Great. 
got to be at least okay. a 10 year lease option on it. What do you got to lose? You go Nothing get a lease option agreement signed, you put it on the market. If somebody comes along, you take the money. If they don't, you give it back to them. That's okay, what I love, love about these acts. Absolutely no risk on your part. And all you listeners out there tonight, there's no risk on his part. He's not making the payment. Uh, in case you don't understand this act yet, he's not making the payment. They know he's not making the payment. In fact, he's keeping the first uh, rent payment that he gets in addition to whatever assignment fee he gets. So there's no risk. Worst case, he spends a little money trying to attract people to the house and learns the neighborhoods and learns what they're looking for and builds a buyer's list in the process. So he's got nothing to lose. Hold on here just right. a second. Okay. All right. Well, that takes care of you, Des. Okay. Could I could I be so bold as to do just one more? If you hurry. Actually, okay. I got he actually I got a bunch more I got to get through here. So no, I can't let you do that tonight. Okay. All right. All right. No way. Thank you. Okay, Ron. Th thank you so much. You're welcome, Sandy. You got somebody else holding here? Yes, I do. All right. Our next call. Our next caller is Katrina. Katrina, okay. go ahead. Katrina, what can I help oh. you with? Ron, we just now learned about your course a week ago, and my fiancé and I are in the Air Force, so I apologize that we are just brand spanking new to all this. We're supposed to be attending your course Thursday, so I feel really kind of lost and behind at this point and wondering if maybe we should come to a later seminar, first of all. Absolutely uh, not. Okay. Absolutely not. You get there on Thursday, and you'll get all you need by the time you get out of there. In fact, I just, just assume you not have any previous exposure, then I don't have to uncleanse you. Okay. Well, as, as far as the lead property sheets even go, I yep. am still confused. Like, uh, I'm trying to listen to the callers prior to me, and y'all are talking about acts. I still don't know what that is. I guess well, I should go on your you website will, and learn all that. Thursday. Okay. And then as far as the lead sheets, I don't want to burn any uh, prospects. So not knowing a single thing, I didn't even get to hear your broadcast last Sunday. I just heard about this from my fiance. Should I be asking them these kind of questions? Well, what does it hurt? Uh, are you a Gold Club member yet? He is. Okay, well, get on the site and drag these sheets off of there and start calling some Fizbos and get a little practice in. Well, I did today, and I didn't get them into you to 4 o'clock, until uh, after 4 o'clock. So are you going to have another call before Thursday at all or no? No, but that's all right. Bring them with you. We'll work them in class. Just make sure you get me the questions answered now that are in the script in the middle. Okay, and uh, the operator was asking me information while I think you covered this question already, but the part in the middle that says uh, if we can agree on a price and the person wants to consider lease purchase and they say no, uh -huh. I was kind of confused as to the no yeah. question I'm supposed to be asking them after that. It's kind yeah, of worded. Uh, yeah, it was confusing. So if they say no, then you uh, go down to, so you're saying if I don't get, you don't get full price in all cash, you won't sell. And if they say, I, that to me is kind of an odd question as to the yes or no answer to that. Well, no, it isn't. Let, uh, all right, I, uh, you're asking me if we can agree on a price and we accept all res and all responsibility for future repairs, would you consider a lease purchase? Then you say no, then I'm going to say. So you're saying then that if I don't cash you out, you won't sell? Right, and they say, no, I won't sell. Then I go down to, okay, uh, you see what I'm saying? If, if they say no... That means that they're not saying that, and then it's time to have the oh, gotcha. call them. Okay, very good. Okay. Uh, because because right. try, trying to get the VA to carry that conversation on after that is not going to work out well. Okay, and the last question I have for you is yeah. the comps. I heard you guys talking about that. Yeah. Am I supposed to be doing research on that? You have to. Uh, go to Zillow, Zillow.com. Yep, I'm familiar. Put, put in an address, and it'll pull your comps right up for you. 
Okay, now am I supposed to base that on square footage because the house next door yeah. might be bigger or smaller or just put what the house is next it, to it? If you put in the address, it will pull the comps up that are close in square footage, close in proximity, and recent sale. Okay, very good. Thank you. See you Thursday. Uh, you're going to be a new person after Thursday and Friday, so okay. come, come prepared. You're going to love it. Okay, looking forward to it. Okay, uh, Sandy, do you have uh, Dewert on the phone? D-E-I-W-E-R-T. I do not. You do not. Okay. Dewert, if you're out there, hit star zero right now and let Sandy know you're in the queue. Okay, who do you have on the phone right now? I have Marianne. Marianne okay, Marianne, what can I do for you? I have two quick questions. One is if um, I'm doing a da an ax deal where I'm in and out, uh, lease purchase to a tenant buyer. Yes, ma'am. And uh, is it true that all I need in order to have the right to market that house without a real estate license, just a signed letter of intent? No, ma'am. You need the lease option agreement signed. Okay, so you need that. You need the the uh, first one, the letter of intent is so they can understand what it's about and they're clear on that or sort of clear on that if you choose to use it frankly got a lot of people out there not even caring they just uh getting an okay on the telephone and going to the house and getting the appointment done on leaving the lease option agreement or getting it signed on the spot okay so that's what need now the other question is if i do an ex uh lease option i know you say that if you're in and out uh, then if you find a tenant buyer and there's some repairs that uh, and that's not on the agreement, then the, is it the owner has to uh, uh, pay for or do the repairs in the first place? All right. Here's, here's how it works. If it needs repairs and they're obvious, I ask the owner if they can get them done. If they okay. cannot get them done, then we just make a list of them and we disclose to the tenant buyer that they will not be done. And does it make it a little bit more hard, difficult? But yeah, but it doesn't stop people from uh, taking over the house. Believe me, the, the need to get into a home of their own in a neighborhood they want to live in will override some repairs that need to work, be done, especially if it's a long-term lease, like most many of the acts are 10 years or so. Um, but you know, if it's, Obviously, if it's nasty and gross and stinks, then uh, I'm not even going to mess with the house to begin with because we'll never be able to get it leased. I do, I do remember you saying, though, that if somebody, the tenant gets in the house and then all of a sudden there's something that broke down. And for, the, for the first 30 days, yes. we ask the seller to warrant the systems. Therefore, we tell them, make sure we disclose everything that you will not fix but uh, we are going to ask you to be responsible for the hot water heater and the AC system and the, and the plumbing and so forth for at least the first 30 days. Okay. What if you do a sandwich leach where you stay in it? Would I be uh, responsible nope. for the repairs? I asked if I, nope. I get the same 30-day period by which I'm not going to do any repairs on the house from the seller, whether it's an axe or a sandwich leach. Of course, I'm especially uh, I'm especially uh, prone to do that if I'm it's a sandwich lease because after that 30 days, then I am responsible for the repairs. And by the way, I make it 30 days after occupancy, not 30 days after the lease is signed. Right, 30 days after occupancy. See, okay, I think I got it, and then I, that last sentence threw me off. So, in other words, if they go in and the first 30 days something breaks down, Mm -hmm. And it's a sandwich lease where I'm staying in. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm still a little confused. At who okay. 
pay for that? Well, the seller pays for it. And in fact, if you'll read the lease agreement that I use for the sandwich lease, which is the first one in your ACTS course, okay. and if you're on, I was just on that today, so I can tell you that if you're on the website and you're under control without ownership, guys, mm-hmm. it's the fourth line down. It's the fourth agreement down from the top of the list when you pull up control without ownership. It says real property lease agreement with the option to buy, I think. And that is the one that we use to take control if we're going to do a sandwich lease. Okay. Sandwich lease. That's the one we get the seller to sign. In there, you'll see that um, there, the seller that I have several choices. If something goes wrong and the seller won't fix it, then I have the right to fix it and take it right out of the next month's rent. Oh, okay. In the sandwich lease. Okay. Yes. But when they, but, but the tenant buyers aren't after the thirty days. The tenant buyers are responsible for yes. all the repairs. Okay. Yes. Okay. I think I got it. You're Thank welcome. You. Thank you. Guess who created that plan? You did. <laughs> Guess how I learned that. Oh, uh, yeah, because you've been there, done that, wore that yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Welcome. All right, uh, Sandy, who else? I did get Dave DeWord. Okay. Okay. Got him now? Go ahead. All right, Dave, Go how ahead. are you? I'm fine. How are you, Ron? Where are you at? Indianapolis. Indianapolis. All right. Super Bowl City. Okay. But that All was right. chaotic. Oh, yes. <laughs> we had one here in Jacksonville a few years ago. Man, I stayed home, watched it on TV. <laughs> right my home That's city. what I did. You can see it better on TV. <laughs> All right. Let's get out to leads here. Now, yours are not numbered in the future. Would you guys please number these things, one, two, three, four, whatever, so I can refer to them. I have in my okay. hand the one on Montrose. Okay. All right. Now, look, you've been on this call before, right? Right. Okay. And so what am I going to tell you when you send me a sheet where there's no payment on it? Yeah, try and get the payment. Uh-huh. What am I going to tell you? I'm going to tell you. we got nothing to discuss, aren't I? Yeah. All right. So, guys? These, these, these came straight from the VA. Uh, I don't care. No sense in sending them to me until you get the answers filled in. Your, your first one and your second and your third one, none of them have a payment. And without a payment, we got nothing to work with. Because I don't know about you, but I don't even want to take over a loan or offer to the public a loan I don't know the payment on. Neither do you. Okay. All right, on your first one, you got a $163,000 mortgage, and they're asking one sixty-five nine. so it's obvious to me if you want it, you can have it or you can lease option it. Now, they they said yes to sell it for what's owed, but they said no to the lease option question. But, honestly, you uh, need to get that payment before it even matters. So what's what's happening here, Dave, is your VA is intimidated by that question and doesn't do anything to get the answer. And okay. uh, there's a script uh, right on your Gold Club site and right in my boot camp manual that will um, they, they can read to get that mortgage information. seller gives them a hard time. But I'd follow up on this one tomorrow. And I'd call them and say, uh, your assistant forgot to get the payment. Then I'd ask them the lease option question again because I doubt you're going to want You wouldn't take this house subject to because this is 100% owed on it or more. So it's an axe deal all the way through if you like the payment. And just for the record, if the seller won't give you the payment, let them keep this house. <laughs> Although it's a 2,100-square-foot, four-bedroom brick house, man, it's probably worth pursuing because that sounds like an easy uh, lease option deal. It's in a good area. Yep. So if the payment's reasonable, it's an axe deal. 
Okay. I, you know, I I looked up the uh, comps on it, and the comps came in quite a bit under the uh, I don't care. first mortgage. I don't care. Okay. If the payment's reasonable, it's an axe deal. It's a beautiful okay. home in a beautiful neighborhood. The mortgage balance will not determine whether the tenant buyer will move into the house and give you an assignment fee and take over the payment. But the payment All might. All right. Okay, let's go to the next one. Uh, Shetland Lane. Right. Okay. There's no payment there either. Aha, uh -huh. you saw that, huh? Okay. Right. 304 loan, 355 asking, 410 value though, according to the seller. And yeah, yeah, they're they're pie in the sky, I think. Well, now, sir. According to the sheet you sent me, this house has got 4,500 square feet, five bedrooms, three and a half baths. Just based yeah. on that number, before you go thinking they're pie in the sky, let's just do a little bit of math here. Do you know about the cheapest house that you could build? And this is a cheap house. going to cost you about $80 a foot. And that's just for the house, not the land. Now, you just do a little bit of math. Round that off to $100 a foot. And you got a $450,000 value, just 4,500 square feet. Now, I don't know that okay. it's worth 100 a foot. And I will confess that a lot of houses are on the market for less than you could build them for. But due to that size, I got evidence to believe that his $355,000 asking price might be low and that his estimate of 410 might be right on or even low. So okay. maybe you need to do a little bit more research on those comps. Did you see how I did that no. in my head? Okay. So anyway, he's asking retail price, but he owes 304, so he owes darn close to retail price. Uh, he says he won't sell it for what he owes, but yet you don't give me an answer on the lease purchase. There's no answer there, and there's no payment. So you've got follow-up work to do. Okay. Okay. See what happens when you don't get them to a conclusion? Now, right. you got you got a VA, right? Yes. All right. Are you in personal contact with your VA? By email, yes. All right. I want you. Well, you need to do a little bit of training with your VA to make sure that they get that question. And frankly, you're just going to have to tell them. If you don't get me the answers, I can't pay you because I can't pay you for junk, and you're giving me junk. And okay. it, you really should get on the telephone with them and have a conversation and just point out the mistakes that I just pointed out to you and all the other people on the call. I'm, you know, I'm nailing you to the cross here tonight, making you the sacrificial lamb, but believe me, your your mistakes are no different than all the rest of them here. i got to have the facts to make an uh, intelligent decision on whether to move forward with it or not. Okay, let's go to your third one on Windermere. Same problem, no payment. Yeah, they did get an answer to, will you sell it for what you owe? There's a 230 loan on it, and it's worth, and they're asking 370 and it's worth 380 according to them. But no payment, therefore... I must to talk about, and no yes or no to the lease option question. See, your VA is not is not does not understand that if there's a mortgage on it, they got to go to that center column, Dave. Okay. And then they got to be told if the mortgage amount and the asking price are anywhere close, go to the left column, and then go to the center column. There's another 4,800 square foot house, four bedroom, two and a half bath brick, man. I'll tell you, you get your hands on these big, nice houses, and they're easy to move into the marketplace. 
So you probably got some prospects here. Go find out what that payment is and find out if the, the answer is yes or no to the lease option question, and then you got and then you can move it to a conclusion. Got it? Okay. Got it. Any questions on any of that? Nope. Got work to do. Okay. Looks like you got all axe deals there, assuming the payments are reasonable and the seller is willing to lease purchase. And okay. I, you know the good thing about your axe deals that every single one of them are ten thousand dollars or more assignment fees. Do well, you understand? Thanks. Do you understand why? Uh, no, I don't. Because of the, just because of the price range of the houses you're dealing in. Okay. The three $300,000 one. Yeah, well, the first one you might be a little, you still might be able to get 10 because it's not grossly overfinanced. The okay. $300,000, when I see a $300,000 house, man, and it's got a reasonable payment and it's not grossly overfinanced, I'm going to start at 10. Why wouldn't I? Okay. So you got two of those right there that are easily $10,000 because none of them are grossly overfinanced. All right? Okay, thank you. You're welcome, sir. Okay, Sandy. Okay, our next question comes from John. John, go ahead. Go ahead, John. Hey, Ron, new student to the X program. I love it. However, I'm in a different country called Houston, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> They've okay. kind of changed the laws a few years ago. Yes, and don't they have. Do the lease <laughs> options. I'm wondering what you're doing to get around this wonderful new legislation. All right, well, I'm not doing anything because I don't live in Texas. But here's what I want you to check out and then report back to me, if you will. Okay. Okay, from what I remember of the law, you cannot lease option and collect the non-refundable option deposit, correct? Correct. But I believe that there's an exclusion in that law that says if I'm an owner-occupant and uh, I own the house and, and I'm on the loan, that I can. I do believe you're correct in that. So, so therefore, uh, when you uh, lease option it from the seller and you assign that lease to a tenant buyer, the seller is actually leasing to the tenant buyer, aren't they? Yes. I'm just wondering, though, with the fee coming to me, if it ever did You're get collecting an assignment fee. You're not lease optioning a property. You're not collecting non-refundable deposit. You're collecting assignment fee. Okay. So now you know the discussion you need to have with your attorney, don't you? Yes, I do. I'm glad I'm meeting him on Thursday. Okay. You, you got it. And so if, if you crack that nut, then um, you'll probably got the whole state to yourself. <laughs> no, I've actually got some I've actually got some competition here. You may know him. Uh, John Kubit. Oh, big old John. He ain't no competition. You don't need to worry about him. I used, I used to work with him many years ago when I had my long hair. Yeah, he's a great guy. No, I love them. Actually, we're having we're actually meeting with the same attorney on Thursday. We're kind of partnering up, teaming up together. John and I has been to my resort in Alaska, killing my fish. <laughs> he told me he's been on your plane too. Yeah, he's been on my plane too. Yeah, we go back. Well, good because he's going to want to know the same answer. So you guys team up and figure out how to do. I don't want you breaking the law now. No, 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 no. All right, but thanks, um, Ron. I'll tell you one thing I like about Texas, and that is that's the state that I'd want to own or finance in because 21 days, they're kissing the curb out there. Okay, oh, so no, got, we're, we're moving out quick when it comes to not paying uh, monthly yeah. payments on time. Yeah, well, you guys, the rest of you listening, Texas is the fastest state in the union I know of. 
you file foreclosure on the second Tuesday of the month, and by on the first Tuesday of the following month, they're out. It's that fast. So when I can get them out that fast with owner financing, then, frankly, I'd rather owner finance anyway than I would a lease purchase. It'd take you guys two months to get them out on an eviction, 21 days to foreclose on them. So kind of a weird uh, situation you got there. So I'm owner financing prone in Texas, on the other hand, that means I got to buy it with owner financing, which is not bad either. You know, we, with an all-inclusive trust deed, worst case out there, I try to buy them with an AITD and then turn around and sell them on an AITD, and I'm not within that lease option law uh, as well. You are aware of that, right? Uh, that no, I was. I know, I do know. With the owner financing, if you're not the owner uh, occupant offering it, you have to be licensed uh, loan originator, but. Um, I'm already have, not that's not true. Not if you have an attorney in the mix. Well, I'm already licensed, so that doesn't matter. I take that out of the loop anyways. Well, well, I'm just telling you, that was a federal law, and if you have an attorney in the mix, they, they did away with that crap. Okay, good. That's and, good to know. And, and I would hate to think you would actually buy and sell with owner financing and not have an attorney in the middle anyway. No, I'm taking your advice on the ACTS program and having an attorney handle everything. Absolutely, absolutely. Anytime you have any kind of an ongoing relationship with seller or buyer, you want attorney involved. And, and ideal, just to give you some uh, information, ideal, I finance a lot of investors because yeah. I'm still doing 100% financing here in Houston. Yeah. And I've mentioned them that I may be coming across some properties where they can get into that are you know, not going to have any equity in them. However, they can get into it for about $5,000 and not have to deal with me asking for anything other than a cashier's check and meeting my attorney, and they keep asking me, when can I have the properties? Well, there you go. So go crack the code. Somebody's got to do it. Better you than me. Exactly. Just, just give me the benefit of all your work, will you? Let me know what you find out. For an assignment fee. Ah, uh, shut up. Get off my phone. Sandy, you got anybody else listening? We do. We have Lonnie Hines. Lonnie, go ahead. All right, Lonnie, go. What you got? Did we lose Lonnie? I believe we did. Are you ready for our next question? Uh, did he hang up or did um, we lose him somehow? Okay, go ahead. I think one. we lost him. Come on okay. back, Lonnie. Our, our next caller is Carlos. Carlos, go ahead. Carlos, how are you? Ron, how are you doing today? Pretty good. Uh, question. Uh, how do you handle the situation when uh, uh, you find this hand and buyer or world suspect uh, and ask you for the, for a title uh, for the for the title? I mean, uh, you sign uh, you, you sign a contract now, and you know two months from now, you know the, the title can be could have you know a bunch of liens on it. Maybe, you know, in five, five years from now, ten years from now. Carlos, uh, you know, what are we can, talking about here? You worrying about the buyer objection, the buyer's objection that their seller could get liens on them? Exactly. Since, okay. since the mortgage is going to be still under under the seller's name, have you uh, had any buyer ask you that? Uh, no, not yet. But I mean, actually, uh -huh. you know, I, I represent that that uh, that option to my attorney, and uh, there was one of the question, and you know, it happened to to her. Okay. Before, well, when, first when, of all, first of all, if it's not an objection that you have to answer, you probably need to quit worrying about it because if you're going to sit around and think of all the things that could go wrong, you ain't never going to do anything. Second of all, it's a responsibility of the buyer that they will accept or not accept because there's nothing you can do to fix it. Now, if you wanted to really get technical here, you could ask the seller to put their property into a land trust, therefore a lien against them would not attach to the property, 
They still own the property because they own the land trust. They're in total control. Well, God help you trying to explain this to a seller. If, if it, it becomes an issue and you can't explain it to a seller, go ahead because it's no big deal and costs them almost nothing to do it. It's in their best interest anyway. But I'm telling you, you're probably never going to run across it, so don't worry about it. Okay. Don't worry about it. Let the you know it's a buyer's issue. If they want to worry about it, uh, you tell them, look, it's a risk you're going to have to take, or don't do it. Go somewhere else and find a beautiful house that you can walk into for a small amount of money and have control of for years to come. If they can get into one. Well, that's the point. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Ron. Okay. How about this, Andy? Who's next? Okay, our next caller is Stan Carter. Stan, go ahead. All right, before Sam goes, Pete, meet Pete Med. You got to get on there. I got it. You got a good deal here, and I want to talk to you about it. So I hope Pete's in line. Go ahead, Sam. Hey, uh, it, Ron, it's Stan Carter. I'm in Louisiana. Oh, Stan just, Carter. Okay, how are you? Good, good. Just getting started, and um, my research so far has been that uh, we have a thing here called bond for deed. Yep. Same as an agreement for deed, contract for deed, land installment contract. But that's what you call it there. Okay, good. And uh, interviewing a few attorneys that are going to help me with uh, getting underway here. Uh, they all were very familiar with it. My question is, um, in an act deal, am I getting the deed no. even though the mortgage is staying in no. place? Okay. That's no, only no, no, no. Bond for deed has nothing to do with acts. Okay. It's just a, simple, new, a different term for contract for deed. Correct. Okay. Now, listen. If you want to buy on a bond for deed, you can assign your contract and get a fee just like you do on a lease option on an axe deal. Oh, wow. Okay. Sure. But, um, you, you know, if you're going to buy on a bond for deed, then you're going to let your buyer close and you're not. Gotcha. However, you've got to be careful because you might want to close and stay in the middle. Okay. You get and a do a sandwich. Yeah, and do a sandwich. You're mm -hmm. just using a different document is all. But if you buy on a bond for deed, you're actually buying the house, Stan. Gotcha. All right, you're not leasing it. You're buying it. Even though you don't get the deed yet until you pay it off, technically and legally, you own the house. Gotcha. So the bond for deed is the document that provides a de facto ownership. Correct. It's not de facto. You own it. Oh, okay. Excellent. You Excellent. own it. A bond for deed says... Here, here, I'm selling you the house. Here are the terms. When you pay me off, I'll transfer the deed to you. But as far as the law is concerned, that is a sale. And we're still not triggering any due on sale well, clause. No, well, that that depends on the lender, but I certainly wouldn't worry about that. Bank's not going to call due on sale clause. Gotcha. And I could argue that it does, and I could argue that it doesn't, depending on what side of the fence I'm on. Gotcha. Okay. Um, I'll On the next call next month, I'll have an update on my progress. Okay. How about it, Sandy? Our next caller is Mark. Mark, go ahead. Mark, go ahead. Mark, you there? I hear television. Don't hear Mark. Calling Mark. All right, Sandy, I don't know what happened to Mark. You don't have to go to the next one. Okay, our next caller is Ernesto. Ernesto, go ahead. Ernesto. Hi, Ron. Uh, uh, my name is Ernesto, and I live in Miami, and I'm a beginner. Okay. Um, I have a quick question for you. Do I have to 
do I have to give the seller a business day to sign any contract regardless if they are in pre-foreclosure or not? Um, the answer is yes and no. Okay. <laughs> if they have been foreclosed on and they live in the house, you have to give them three business days before they can sign the contract. Okay. But then the only way you can buy that house, Ernesto, is to pay cash for it. Okay. You cannot take over debt subject to or buy it with owner finance it or even lease option it. If okay. They, if they've been filed on and they live in the house in Florida only, you guys listening, in Florida right. only. Okay. Right. And, and if they are not in foreclosure, we're pretty much free then to that, do. That law does not apply. Okay, perfect. And, well, also one more thing. Uh, we're launching our yellow letter campaign in a few days. Uh -huh. And we chose the inherited properties list from usleadlist.com. Uh -huh. And we know we're going to be talking to a lot of older folks. Is there an extra, extra uh, precaution we need to take uh, when talking to this kind of sellers? Yeah. Cause, uh, I because would, uh, first of all, I don't like your list. And okay. second of all, I don't think you should be doing a yellow letter campaign. I think you should first be getting some virt a virtual assistant to call FISBOs for you. Okay. And if you get a virtual assistant to do that, you probably won't want to do a yellow letter campaign and spend the money. Okay. Right now, we are mailing no letters. Huh. We don't need to. It's all Scott can do to follow up on the FISBOs. Between, between okay. following up on the FISBOs and making offers on bank-owned properties, uh, you know, we, don't, we just don't need any more. Uh, so we just don't spend the money on the letters. I'd rather spend it on the VAs. Okay. Okay. Well, that's, that's, now, that's if, new to me. <laughs> if that slacks off, well, you know, things change, don't they? If that, right. If yeah. that slacks off, we'll fire some letters out in the mail. But I don't know anything about this list you want to mail to, and your assumption you're going to be talking to old people don't make any sense anyway. It's the old people that bought the house and left it to the young people. Right. Okay. So, and but uh, no, if you do proceed with that there's nothing more nothing different you'd say to them than anybody else okay somebody's got to call them get the property information sheet filled out okay perfect All perfect right. so basically so basically uh, basically you guys are not sending any yellow letters I'm not personally no I'm not personally I'm not, uh, don't worry nothing against them I'll be teaching them here uh, on uh, on Thursday and they're a very 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 valid tool but you know if I have a choice of uh, getting VAs to call the property information sheets right out of the paper, right out of the ads, and fill out the complete sheets and hand them to me, then I don't, and, and I can keep busy doing that, then obviously common sense would tell me don't drop the mail. Okay. Okay, that, that works. Okay. Thank you so much. You're welcome. All right, Sandy. Okay, Katrina, go ahead. Sandy, there's no charge for this real estate training now. Okay. <laughs> Hey, Ron, it's Katrina again. Yeah. Uh, just tell me that if I need to address some of these with you starting on the conference Thursday. But again, I'm trying to maximize everything before we get there. And also with these lead property sheets, are most of the students that are calling on this conference call tonight prior students? They've already been to at least your seminar? No. Some have, some haven't. Okay. Um, basically, are there instructions for this lead sheet somewhere? <laughs> uh, yeah. Go to ronlegrand.com yep. forward slash FISBO, F-S-E-O, okay. and there's a little booklet on it there. But uh, if you pulled off 
the lead sheets, Christina, they're really, all you got to do is ask the questions that are on the sheet there. And yeah, I had no problem with that. I've already called several people today, so if that's all there is, like you just that's said, that there was a for people to people to be numbering them, and I didn't. No, no, that's just so that I can refer to the number when I'm doing four or five sheets on a call here. Okay, but there's no instructions elsewhere on your website I need to be following other than just going through the sheet, right? <laughs> yeah, there's all kinds of stuff, but I can't sit here and tell you where it's at. Do you see the stars on your sheet? Yes. I must have those blanks filled in, and I must have that mortgage uh, information. I need, I need to know the mortgage amount and the payment and whether it's current or in arrears. Right. So that leads me to my next question, and then I'll leave the rest to the experienced people. Um, I had a couple calls today. I started with a couple of friends who are military, and one of them uh, has actually done a, a program similar to yours, and he did not want to disclose how much he owed, but he is interested in still selling his house, and he's interested in a lease purchase for sure. So I think he's a good candidate, but how, I guess that's instructions I need to get on Thursday, or do I need no, to? No, you need to get all the information on this sheet and bring it with you Thursday, and we'll follow up with you and get it to a conclusion. Yeah, I got everything except the, how much he owes on his mortgage. He, would, he didn't want to give me that because he was afraid you were going to offer just what he owed, and he didn't want to do that. Do you call him back and say, don't worry about what we're going to offer, but we have to have all the facts or we'll be offering nothing? Right. Give yeah, I said that. I'll, I'll give him another call. Yeah. And then the other person that I talked to is uh, desperate to sell his house because they've already made another offer on second house, and I think he might have a VA loan, and that's the only reason he says he doesn't want to do a lease purchase. I guess I'm confused. Uh, yeah, the, the the middle part that says that the house has a large mortgage. Yeah. If he said wrong. no, he said no. I don't purchase. want to do a lease purchase. So is there part of this program the lease purchases let him completely out of his deed, or he still holds the deed? No, he's gonna he's gonna own the house, but if he lease purchases it, he can claim seventy five percent of that income toward his debt ratio. If he tries right. to buy another house, and then this house is, does not have a buyer or, or, or a tenant in it, then he's probably not going to qualify because his debt ratio won't let him. Right. He's not going to release. He's not going to get released from his VA eligibility, but he till he cashes out. But he may not need to get released. He may be able to buy that other house and still have this one in his name as long as he's got the income to cover the debt. Okay, and he was the one that said no. He did not want to entertain a lease purchase. So the part of the question that says when he answered no, it says so you're saying if you don't get full price and all cash, you won't sell. He does want to sell. That's all he wants to do. He doesn't want to lease purchase. So how is if he if he answered no? Question lease again, Katrina. You're reading it wrong. It says so. You're telling me then if you don't get all cash, that you won't sell. If he answers no to that, then he doesn't mean it. He's looking for another answer. If he answers yes to that, then he's point blank told you to take a hike, cash me out or nothing. Well, I think that's where the lease purchase confused me, and I apologize if this is so new for everybody to be listening to, but. It, the question says, if we can agree on a price and we accept all responsibility for future repairs, would you consider a lease purchase? And he said no. Yes. So then because you're telling me the only way you can sell is for me to cash you out? Yeah, that's what your question under the no part is asking, right? Yeah. If I were to, only way you, you're going to sell is if I can cash you out right now. Yes. And then he says, yeah, so then we're done with him. That's correct. Okay, thank you. You got uh, it. You got it. See you Thursday. All right. <laughs> okay, Sandy, how many more do we have holding? Two more. How many? Two more. All right. All right. Let's just oh. take these two then and don't let anybody else in. Okay. Our next caller is Alan. Alan, go ahead. Go ahead, Alan. Uh, Ron, two quick ones. Uh, I watched the video that you posted last Friday. Uh-huh. And so the quick, 
the quick question is, uh, what's a reasonable amount of time to expect to get a VA from their first introduction so that they're up and running and two doing weeks. what you need them to do? Two weeks? Mm-hmm. It'll take okay. her about two weeks to find one and train one. Now, please understand that there's no guarantees that that one's going to be the right one. Uh, we're right. on our fourth one, but I can tell you it was worth the hunt because our fourth, fourth one is an ace. And okay. uh, we don't have to worry about the leads coming in every week, and she does a lot of other things. In fact, we've got our temporary VA now working 30 hours a week in our office. Uh-huh. So our VA turned into a quasi-employee, but we still pay Elsa, uh, and she's not on our payroll. But, you know, give them a little bit of time. And, and in the meantime, that doesn't mean you guys. You guys should all be calling these things yourself. You need to practice anyway. Right. T- tape record your calls and play them back to yourself and see how poorly you did, and pretty soon you'll be very, very good. And you hear a lot of things you didn't hear the seller say, and that's the only way you get good because you need, you need right. to do that because you've got to call them back sooner or later. And So don't sit around and wait for a VA, uh, or you can get another family member to call them for you. But uh, right. it'll take you a couple of weeks to get a VA in the loop. Okay, and but I can provide Elsa with a person who who uh, I've talked to and wants to do it. Sure. Okay. She would love that. Uh, okay, and then my my other question is uh, uh, regarding the axe deals and how do you decide on the assignment fee? Earlier on the call, you said a big factor. Is I don't the price decide on it. The I asked the buyers what they could put down toward the house and let them tell me what they got. Uh and that's my assignment fee. Okay. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Thanks. All right. Next. Hey, our next caller is Carlos. Carlos, go ahead. You're back. Yeah, I'm back, Ron. Um, uh, no, I was regarding the uh, the VA. Uh, I tried to contact Elsa since last week. I already sent uh, two or three uh, emails, and I didn't know she was still working as the VA. Um, and I haven't got any response from. from uh, have you been to Quick Start? Uh, yes. Uh, do you have the form to contact her with? No, no, no. I just, I just uh, saw your video and 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 I got your uh, the email address. Uh, well, there's a out. form. If you contact my office, we'll send you a form. You can fill it out and send it to her. Okay. Because she's, um, you know, I tried to keep people. I don't want people calling her that haven't been trained because it's not going to lead to a good end. Okay. And to get these lead sheets and not know what to do with them is not going to help anyone. So I'm, we don't even give out our contact information except to those people who have been to Quick Start. And uh, okay. if you've been, uh, then, um, you know, I just found her in, uh, gosh, I don't know. You mean you mean the, the Quick Start seminar? The Quick Start seminar, the four-day boot camp. Uh, no, 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 no. You haven't I been haven't. to that? I haven't. I haven't. Well, I haven't. Yeah, well then you're going to have to hunt down your own VA or hire your own person. Okay. Not gonna, in fact, I'm going to just go Google it. Probably somebody can do it for you. Okay. You know, I don't want Elsa to get swamped with folks that are, that are not going okay. to properly utilize the VA. Okay. Thank you. All right. Pete, Matt, uh, wow, gosh, I hope you're listening and can't get through here, man, because you've got a kick-butt deal here. I'm going to tell everybody what it is, and then we're going to get off the call tonight. Pete's got a house in South Florida that's got an ARV on it. From 750 to 1.1 million, it's got a loan on it for 560,000 with a payment on it of 1,623 dollars a month, and the guy said he'd sell it for what he owes on it. So he owes 560, 1,623 payment, worth 750 to 1.1 million, good shape, on the water, 
might add. So, um, Pete, if you're listening, you better follow through with this one because you got a deal here. Uh, uh, the, uh, this is probably either take over the debt subject to or a lease purchase or whatever, but there's so much equity in this thing, I hope you uh, get it to a conclusion. And um, better get some help on this one if you can't handle it on your own. It's a pretty good-looking prospect. The 1623 payment alone excites me. Uh, on a lease purchase on a house that size, probably get $3,000 a month out of it. And you got $1,300, a month positive cash flow right there on a house you don't even own. So, Anyway, uh, Sandy, uh, we're cleared on the uh, lines. Nobody else holding? Sure. All right. Well, Sandy, I appreciate your help tonight. You did a great job, and thanks, everybody else, for listening. And don't forget to get your uh, FISBO sheets in here and your bank REOs for next month's call. And uh, we'll see you on the second Monday of uh, next month. And some of you, I guess, I will see Thursday at the uh, boot camp in Orlando. So thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye.